Welcome back to Are You For Real with Sarah and Cardi Sue. Happy New Year's, guys. First of the year. We are recording this before the first of the year, but this will be our first episode of the new year. Carter and I wanted to come on here and chat about um, a few things, some highs, some lows of the year for us. And then you guys know, like, I'm really big on creating a word. I'm really big on it as of last now, year. I was yeah. like, mm. this is something I've been doing for one time, one year. <laughs> And it worked. And so I want to just share that with you because I feel really, really inspired by that, really motivated. I'm kind of like the antithesis sometimes of like the health and wellness community. I don't always buy into everything. But last year I was like, we're going to set some intention around this word and we're going to make it happen. And my word last year was money. And I wanted to make more money for myself, for my team, for money that we could give back into the community for all of the, um, the great people that we work with, um, organizations that we love. Like when we have a little bit more money, then we have more wiggle room to help promote them, help them get, raise more money. Um, you know, just to, do it. Mm -hmm. And so we put that intention out there. I told my team, I told a few key players, I told John. And as the year unfolded, it just, we just, things felt really good. And I was still able to give really intuitively. That's kind of how I give. I don't, I give bonuses when I feel like they're deserved. We were able to cut checks to organizations that we loved when they were in need. And my accountant emailed me last week and she said, this is insane. She said, your sales are up 250%. So amazing. It's insane. And I look around and it's like, we didn't open this, this is sweat studio side. We didn't open any more studios. So it's just the more people, I think we're just seeing more people, more people are coming. Um, and you know, I got some DMS last night when I was talking about this word, like, how do you focus on it? What do you do? And honestly, like what I did was I really tried to operate from a place of like gain and abundance instead of a place of loss. And I know just me saying that too can sound like very privileged because I know there's people that are like, well, I can't do that. Like I can't just give as I want. And I totally understand that. I am in a place with the business after being in this business for as long as I've been in it, 16 years that I know how it rolls. I know when our high months are going to be, I know when our low months are going to be. And I know, you know, it does, it is a motivator. Let's be honest. Like you have a great team, but they all need to make money too. And our industry, you know, we make our money in 45 to 60 minute increments. I've talked about that before. And so small amounts of it in those increments. Yeah, too. yeah, exactly. And so it's like, you want people to perform. Not only do you have to like respect them, love them, listen to them, but you have to value them and pay them for their time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like, for me, it was really cool to get that email from, um, Carter and I's accountant last week and just be like, wow, this actually worked. Totally. Um, so it motivated me to think about, what else can I cultivate? What else can I do? And I know like the word intention is so, you know, everybody uses that word now, but I don't necessarily live every moment of my life, like super, super intentionally, but I do live pockets of it intentionally. And I find that when I'm in that vein of being intention, then things do shift. And it, it's just more attractive, I think for other people and myself, you know, totally not just swinging from the ceilings all the time. (laughs) So Cardi, did you have a word last year? I did not have a word last your year. La- your word last year was survive. Yeah, last year my word was survive. <laughs> yeah, you because mama. I just had a baby. I was like, I don't know what was going on in January last year, but this year, as I've been thinking about it, or as the year ends, and for next year, I think that my word is going to be growth. And so, growth personally, growth in my marriage, growth in my relationships, growth in our team, how we can help our team grow. Like you can take it into a lot of different areas. Um, I feel like it's really easy to get complacent and be like, all right, everything's working. Like mm-hmm. things are going good. Life is good. 
I don't need to change anything, but then we stop growing. So all next year, I'm going to be focusing on growth in every single area in my teaching and our staff, how we can grow with them together, how we can help them grow independently, all areas. Hopefully I'll grow a baby. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'm not pregnant, but I mean, that's another, so it's like, I want to put that into every area. Yeah. And I think like to Carter's point too, like it, it is, it infiltrates every area. Yes. You know, it's not just like one, like, I'm just going to grow the business. You know, it's like, you have to grow as an individual. And we talk about that a lot Mm -hmm. in our teaching and with our teams too. It's, I'm not in, I've said this a million times, but like, I'm not in there preaching to anyone. I'm literally in there talking to myself right? so that I can be part of the conversation. Exactly. And like we, you know, classes, if classes (laughs) are going great and everyone's doing awesome and our management team's amazing and whatever, but there's more. So we have to keep growing and Mm -hmm. growing and definitely personally too. Like, how can I grow? How can I share my story more? How can I develop it more? How can I learn more? Like all areas growth big time. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsor, who some of you may know as the previous co-owner of Breakwater Associates. For over 15 years, Meg Humphrey has been helping children, adolescents, and their families from across the nation find answers so their child can feel their best and perform their best, not just in school, but in life. She provides comprehensive neuropsych-based evaluations. If you're like, what does that mean? She digs in deeper to look at a wide range of brain functions and skills, such as areas of academic functioning, cognitive ability, along with social, emotional, and behavioral functioning. Her evaluations can reveal diagnoses such as ADHD, anxiety, depression, learning disabilities such as dyslexia, dysgraphia, and dyscalculia. Although evaluations can result in a diagnosis, that is not her focus. Her approach focuses on revealing what is going on with her clients as a whole, so she can make an individualized plan that targets specific needs, not just providing a diagnosis. Many behavioral and emotional concerns are misunderstood and often have unknown underlying causes. Meg works to determine the root cause, not just skimming the surface to address symptoms. This not only helps the child, but the family and the teachers fully understand and support the child. Not many children wake up and say, I want to be mad and sad and cause a lot of trouble today. To the contrary, most children want to please others. There's a typically a reason why a child is acting out. Meg loves helping children and parents because she gets them and it gets to help them find the answers which provides understanding and relief. After the testing, Meg will make individualized recommendations for home and school. Intervention recommendations may include tutoring, school-based accommodations, extended time on entrance, entrance exams, speech and language therapy, ADHD coaching, parenting support, counseling, and or referrals to other professionals in the community. It is a great time to begin this journey so you know exactly what your child's needs are so you don't have to keep guessing or beating your up in fact to learn more visit meg humphrey h-u-m-p-h-r-e-y.com and follow her on instagram at meg w humphrey llc and we'd both talked about that we want to this year for our teams we want to invest in their personal growth yes. as well so we've spent so t- much time and i know i have before I open the works to like, I mean, clearly numbers in rooms pay bills and that's great. But you know, if we're only hyper-focused on that, then we're missing a huge component of what the work is about is like invest, re reinvesting back into the team so that they can feel good and do more and do better and do more outside of those four walls as well. Like it's not just about like how it's affecting the business. It's right. truly about how we're affecting our communities and how the we can help our team, like our team grow, but also how we can help our clients grow mm-hmm. and their personal growth. Cause that's obviously what we're doing all day. But if we're not feeling, if we're starting to feel stale or like that we're not growing at all, then they're probably feeling that too. And I think too, like, I know for me, if I'm not, 
you know, like inflow with something new or inspired by something. Or then I'm, like, I'm l- literally paying attention to like bad things. Yeah. I'm it's like, so easy. it's so easy to like get in a rut and be like, well, look what she's doing. Well, th- let her do her thing or him do his thing. And then like, all right, so that's really good information for me that I'm seeing something, a mirror of something that is making me uncomfortable. So let's check that. Right. Take a, take a little U-turn. Take a little U-turn and fix it. Check, check it. But it's easy for me to get stuck just being like, okay, everything's fine. I don't need to, you know, everything's going good. And, but then we're not growing at all. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully it works. Mm-hmm. It will we work. We shall see. It's going to work. Um, what is your word going to be? You're, you're not positive. Well, Lindsay actually, our producer helped me the other day with my word. We were talking, I was on, um, my friend Liz Adams podcast and we were just talking about some different stuff, different facets for me to grow in. But Lindsay was like, I love the word like reach, Mm -hmm. you know, like reaching a different demographic, reaching a different community, reaching different goals, like flexing different muscles. Basically. It's like, I know, um, like I said, I've been doing this a long time. Like, can I fill a room? Absolutely. That's, you know, and that's great. And I'm not saying that to be like cocky or anything like that. What else can you, what else can we do? And to get you a little more uncomfortable because you're super comfortable, obviously. And you're so comfortable. Yeah. It's like when Sarah and I go (laughs) to comfortable, she's too comfortable (laughs) when we go to other cities or we go to other workouts or when we've done like pop-ups in other places. I can remember when we did a pop-up in New York at Aloe and then at Soho house, this is a few years ago. And we were like, Whoa, no one knows us here. Like that's uncomfortable, but that's good. And that's expanding your reach. Absolutely. And hopefully helping more people. And I think doing it without having to teach as well. Totally. And you know, we, I've talked on here before, like I'm very transparent. Like I would love to open another studio and this and that. And we've had some, We've lo- I've looked at real estate in a few different places this year and it just hasn't panned Guys, out. You've heard it before. We get stuck. We get stuck. But <laughs> even in town, I was looking at some place and it was like, I don't know mm-hmm. who's, who thinks that they know how to, wh- where we live. But I mean, real estate, it's commercial real estate is so expensive. I mean, my jaw was on the floor when I looked at this last place, yep. but you know, I am always thinking and Carter and I have been speaking to this too, like how maybe we do a different concept that's still in the same family of the works or, you know, being able to just try something different. I think it's so easy to get stuck in our box. And one of the benefits of being entrepreneurs and having our own business and, you know, having had a great year is that maybe we do try something. Maybe it doesn't work. That is not the value of reach to me. Like at least we're going out there and trying it. Exactly. And yeah, we can never think about if things like aren't going to work or not, because right. some things we're going to do probably aren't going to work. Well, and, and, and if everything works and it's not, what, what are you doing? Well, it's like you said in class today, something, I don't, I don't. I said a lot. You said, a, yeah, she did, she didn't stop talking. She broke the speakers. <laughs> yeah, um, I did. Broke a speaker no, but today. something <laughs> about like, if you're, if that's the, no, if you didn't have any hard things happen, yeah. like what would we talk about? It's so true. Yeah. Like, like most of our conversations rosy, are around. It'd be like bore, snore bore. And no you trauma know, you bonding. learn so much. No, trauma bonding is my favorite thing to do. <laughs> um, and you know, you learn you guys know this and I feel like this is so cliche, but like we learn so much about ourselves in those hard moments. And even I, I spoke to this a little bit, you know, like we had some stuff going on like interpersonally with our team recently and Carter and I had to like get really like connected. And I said to her, I said, I feel like a shift is about to happen and we just need to stay really clear and open and calm. And like, there's all like that Florence quote, you know, it's always darkest before the dawn, like things are going to come up. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times, like when things will fall apart, the pieces you get to pick up are the pieces that you need. Totally. And that's, and that's uncomfortable. And you can notice, or we both were talking about how we notice even when we chose like, okay, this is how we're going to move forward. The energy, our energy, everyone's energy started to shift. Everyone's. everyone's. Well, everything starts at the top. We know that. It's a lot of pressure. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. (laughs) Literally started from the bottom. Now 
the sweat studio is 250 yeah. percent higher higher revenue and we started y'all in the nastiest of the nasty but we did love it but we loved it it, it was fit our it fit us yeah i mean i was a little you know carter hated it i had hope but I mean, we went from like those sliding floors to at President Street. Yep. You know, which was, I loved that studio. It was great. Yeah, it was great. I mean, we had, you know, we went from having two people in rooms at Still Studio to having, you know, seven, 72, I think we could fit in that room. I know. When Molly said the other day, like, yeah, I remember going to Meggie's class at the Island Club and it was me and Meggie. Yeah. I'm like, and what? it's freezing. But that's a good reminder to us too, as we've opened the cycle studio, the second cycle studio this year. And we're like, you know, we're always wanting every room to be packed and everything to be, but. You just have to remember. Takes time. Takes time. Takes time. Takes time. time. Takes development. Takes really like loving and trusting your team. And like I remember Meggie called me after she left our last studio and we were at the Island Club and teaching at that still studio downtown. And she was like a wreck because she went from having full classes to having three people. And I was like, Meggie, this is real. This is good for our teaching. Mm-hmm. Like it's so easy to teach when you know everyone in there and it's a full room and this and that. But it's like, who then are we in those like moments? So when comfortable. We're being challenged, right? You know, and like if we're not being challenged, then we're not doing the work either. No. So I think that that's uh, those are good uh, good words. Good words. So growth and reach. Those are ours. Maybe we'll do something at the studio. I was thinking this morning where we. Well, when Carter this, will make it a marketing tool. When this launches, <laughs> we will have already had this, but maybe we will do something where everyone can write their words so we can see what other people are yeah, doing this I year. I love that. Okay. Great. Great call. Noted. Noted. It's a good um, meeting for us. So what were some of your highs and lows of the year? Okay. So my high was definitely having, well, I had Foxy last year, but it was like, you know, the first year with a child, it was my whole life changed for the better. All my priorities shifted everything. I mean, obviously it was hard, but I think everything is exponentially better in life now that I have a child. And he's so cute. He's so cute. When he walks y'all, he (laughs) puffs his chest out (laughs) and he tucks his tushy under and he walks around like an old man. And I love it. Yeah. He's hilarious. Um, and so that was definitely my high, my low. I feel like when we were just thinking about before this podcast, what the low was, I'm sure there's been like a million lows this year, but nothing that's sticking out as much as I think two weeks ago, I had a really um, awful life-changing situation happen to a friend of mine and her family the same week. Uh, Logan from the yoga studio's father passed away. Our One of Sarah and I's best friends, her mother passed away. There was just all these things that were happening that were like so tragic all around. And then I was also dealing with some personal like business stress. And I was like, this doesn't matter. Like this is not... This doesn't matter. Like life is so short. And so I guess all these other people's lows, I started just being like, oh my gosh, the stuff that we worry about is like the dumbest thing. But I felt really dark for those. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling better this week, but it's like, you know, you take on other people's things and you just start to think, God, did this ever happen? Like how quick your life can change. Mm -hmm. And so I think finding from those lows, a new, I don't know, perspective. And like, it's always in the back of your mind, but sometimes you need to be slapped in the face a little bit to be like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And then we keep growing, right? So that's kind of also where my word came from. Yeah. Um, what about you? Highs. Oh, let's see. You're feeling really good. I mean, I have to say, <laughs> one of my highs has been getting on testosterone. Yeah. And getting your, just, you just. I have to, I feel so cliche. I feel like Stella got her groove back. You got your groove back though. You needed it. Um, I really needed it. I, you know, I think since the pandemic, my, I, I mean, like hitting 38, my whole body changed, my hormones changed, 
my life changed, then the pandemic on top of it. And then we rolled right into like all the stuff with like women's rights. And that was like, I was so such an advocate for it, but it was like weighing on you just broke my heart. And I, you know, constantly had to keep telling the story and it was just, it was just, I was fucking, I was in a really heavy place. Yeah, you were. And like physically heavy, you know, like I was just holding on to like so much inflammation in my body because I just, my spirit was down. Yeah. And which is such a like testament. I always think like if you're really anxious or if there's something that you're hiding that you don't want to tell someone yeah. or whatever that your body attacks itself. A hundred percent. I mean, if you look at yourself in your most unhappy periods of your life, like I know me, I was a lot heavier when I was mm-hmm. really unhappier. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and so, you know, I got on my tea, she got on her tea, optimal bio kind of saved my life. And, <laughs> and, and it seems kind of like superficial or whatever, but to be honest, like when you, and I always say this and I've said it a thousand fucking times, Carter can repeat it. But you know, the girl who said this when I was speaking on a panel, like if you feel like shit, you don't want to save the rainforest. Yeah. You know, it's like it infiltrates every part of well, our I lives. I also think it's okay to say like, we're so body image conscious, which is awesome. And our world has come so far, but I also think it's okay to say that like, yes, when my clothes fit me and I don't have to cram into things, and I, wanna, I feel better. And you want, and like, I want to be, take my clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it makes every, makes not everybody you know happier. What, the, but next summer is going to be much better than the last person, summer. The person I share a bed with, it makes them happier. But, um, yeah, goose. I, I just, yeah, <laughs> he loves me. Oh, and goose, duh. Another goose. high of the year. You guys know I got a puppy. If you don't ugh, check out my social, he's my number one baby. Um, so those were some highs. I mean, just starting to feel better. And, and also like around that, I turned 42 this year and I've never really known much about hormones or talked about that kind of stuff. And I feel like since I've started talking about it, so many people are like, I'm going to get, whether they go to optimal bio or whatever, this is not an ad. They are not paying me. I've just, I like, you're welcome to if you want. Right. (laughs) But they, but I like, I just felt they're super real. And like, um, a friend of mine, her husband actually went and he didn't need it. It's like, they're not trying to like sell you on anything. You know, it's just like, they, they want to help you. They want to make you feel better. And I feel great. And to that point, I have had some friends who have taken it as well and it didn't work and that's okay. Not everything that works for everyone. There's no no, like magic to, you also did a lot of work alongside. So this was a piece of the puzzle. Yes. It was a piece of the puzzle. And it was like, I said to myself, if you're going to do something like that's invasive, like putting something in your body that you invest in and you invest in, you're not going to do it. You got to look at everything else, like how you're sleeping. What are you eating? What are you drinking? You know, how are you? Connecting with people. How much are you looking at your phone? How much are you checking out from your kids or whatever How much it is? are you looking at your phone? Yeah, I know. I'm bad at that. <laughs> That'll be part of my reach work this year. It's okay. Um, it makes you happy. It does make me happy. I think, I don't know if this is necessarily a low or this is like, it's, it's new to me. And so it's challenging. This has been the most challenging year I've had with my kids with school. Mm-hmm. Um, Waylon was all, has always just like, he just kind of was, he was easy, um, with school. Like he, basically taught himself how to read and just that kind of stuff. And then this year, fourth grade has really kicked his butt and it's kind of kicked his like self-confidence a little bit, which is really breaks my heart because he's always been like, John and I've always praised him. And this is such good information too, for me, like you're so smart. You're so great. And then his last progress report, you know, he had two grades that weren't great. And we didn't, I didn't like ride him. I was like, I know you can do better this and that, but his confidence had been so elevated by always being like, I'm the smart kid. Right. And then all of a sudden we were like, what's happening here? You know, like, why, why are your grades like this? Um, and so it's, it's too young to like comprehend that. Right. And so it's taught me, I need to, you know, 
be mind. I don't know if it's mindful about what you're praising because I want for him to do good, but there's other elements. Like I've never had to think about like, do I need to talk to a teacher? Do I need to talk to the vice principal? You know, I like how to be an advocate for my children. Uh, my younger son, Van, he, I went to have his parent teacher conference and she was like, he's the most disruptive kid in class. And like, you know, I was like, is he a disruptive or is he six? And he's being told to sit all day. And I mean, please know. And he's Van. And I think teachers are angels. Like they need to make more money. I cannot imagine running a first grade classroom. Like I just can't. Like, are you kidding me? I cannot imagine you doing that either. I cannot. Um, And so we, to be an advocate for him, you know, I spoke with his doctor and, um, we, he's now seeing a feelings friend, which is basically like a child therapist who works with him. What they do is they work on um, different techniques for like grounding your energy, how to take big deep breaths. And so Van works with his feelings friend. And then it's I, so cute though. Cause he said, I was obsessed. like, how's your feelings friend going? And he said, um, I really like my feelings friend. He's helping me with coping, coping skills. skills. Cardi. That's what it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> coping skills. And so for him to even understand that he has coping skills yep. within him is like a big step, I think, for Van. Yes. And so like I'll come in at the end and he gets to teach me his coping skill. And then we need to now we this start. It's beneficial for you too. We, oh my gosh. No, I was literally having a panic attack the other day and I went in and it was time for Van to teach me his coping skills. And he had taught me three. He taught me like grounding, which is really cool. I'll just share it with you guys really quick. So Um, you use your five senses. And so the first thing is you look around where you are and you see name five things in your head you can see. And it's not fast. It's not like TV, rug, chair, couch. It's like, I see a TV. And then you go through that and then you sit, you take a deep breath and then it's four things. So four things you can touch and you don't have to actually be able to touch them, but they can be out of your reach. So if you're in a car or something and you do that really slow, but it can't be the same things as seeing. And then it's three things you can hear two things you can smell and one thing you can taste. Love it. And then you sit with that and you breathe. And I did it and I felt so, so much, much better. better. It was insane. Wait, you need to do this in class. I know I thought about it, but, but it took me like 10 not minutes. Much to see in there. Yeah. And it is kind of long. It took 10 minutes, but it was like, I loved the hearing one because I, the, the second time I did it, I was outside walking the dog and it was like, you have to be quiet. Like you can hear your breath. You can hear the wind. Right. So anyway, that for me has been I don't know if it's been a super low, but it's been something new. I rem- I know all my friends told me when the kids were babies and little, like this, it's so physical when they're little and then it's so much more emotional as they mm-hmm. get older. And like Lindsay and I've spoken to this because she has three children similar ages to mine, but like emotionally you just want to make it right for them all the time. And you can't, you can't, you can't. And Della is thriving. She She's is good. turning into a tween. She's a tween. She's a tween. She struggles with her academics too. We have a great tutors. Um, and I wasn't an academic, an academic. What is that called? Uh, uh, an academic. I, I was not into school either. Yeah. Street smart. Yeah. Not school. Not school. And it's okay. You That's don't okay. have to be my sister's school. Yeah. No, it's, I don't get it. It really is amazing though when there are some people that just come out like that's their brain. Or they're like, they want to learn. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to learn too. Same in a different way. Totally. I want to learn about you. Yeah. Not about like <laughs> a book. Math. You know, I can't, I'm bad at reading. Um, so that, you know, that was for me, it was a transition and I'm just excited about the next year. Yeah. Now I'm thinking how, like maybe if people want an exercise from this podcast, something to take home, if you get your word, cause I'm like, okay, how am I going to focus on my word for all the weeks in the year? which is hard. So mm-hmm. maybe each week it's like this week, this is where I'm putting my intention towards your word. Mm-hmm. Give us but an now example. I got to do it every week. Okay. So say it's, you know, the first week of January, which it is right now when you're listening to this 
And okay. My word is growth. Where am I going to focus on that this week? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not ready to journal. Okay. She's not ready guys. We'll come back. We'll have a check in. Um, but I think the first week you're always kind of getting back to yourself. So it's like, growth. but it's also really, really sorry to interrupt you. No. But it's so easy. You guys got to remember this too, to start things, but you got to keep That's going. That's why I need the weekly check-in to be like, okay, back to my thing. And maybe I'll like write it down. These are big goals, but we'll see if I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. We're not big intention. Like I'm more of an New intention years, person, not a goal person. Um, Resolutions. That's yeah. Weird. Yeah. I mean, goals are fine. My life is like every day I feel you try to make a new goal. So, but if it January is your time to start, then yeah, start it. I just think whatever it's works like, for you, who cares? January, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's a fresh year. I know. I kind of like a January month. Let's do it. The studios are packed. We get to meet so many new people. I know. That's another thing too. If you're listening to this and you've kind of been hanging on the sidelines thinking like, should I come? Of course, I'm going to say, yes, you should come. And you know, you can always reach out to Carter and I, we are not too big for our britches. Like we are here to help in any way, facilitate anything, like any questions you guys have. We have an amazing, really, really, really kind, amazing team. Um, and we want to make it a great experience for you, for them, for us. So please know that like, if you're nervous or if you haven't been to a class and like you have been wanting to come, come try it. Yeah. I had a girl in my spin class the other day. She said she was a yoga so a yoga girly and she came to the spin class and she was so nervous and she didn't want to come. And I was like, it's the same family. Like whatever, yeah. you know, you already know these people. And she was like, I know I felt so much better after it's like that first time yep. can be so scary. And if you go look on the websites and you're like, Whoa, what are all these different classes? What are all these things? Just message us. We can break it all down for you. But basically at the yoga studio, we have classes with yoga, hit a band weights, all different types of classes. If you just start at it's just start at any class. They're mm-hmm. all, you're going to love them all. And then cycle, we also have different style classes and all this on our website. But like I said, that can be really intimidating. So message us, message the works pages. That's me mm-hmm. or message Sarah or whatever. We'll even go to a class with you if we can. And also like, I hear this a lot about the cycle studios. Like people are like, I can't clip in. I don't have shoes. It's we, so interesting we rent to me. Shoes. But you got to think it's like I, when I first started skiing, like I was like, I don't want to put the skis on. I don't no, know how to do true, it. No, it's true. But once you are clipped in by our team, you like, you don't have to stay. You can just sit and pedal the whole time. Yeah. So don't be nervous, but I, I totally understand the nerves. Yeah. And I think my first week, January growth will be in clients. Cause I'm sure I'm going to be meeting a ton of new people. And so growing those new relationships. Oh, that's another intention for me this year. I want to get to know people's names because I don't do a lot of my check-ins anymore. Oh yeah. So I need to be really, I want to, so if I don't know you and you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I've been in your class for three years and you've never given me a shout out, please come introduce yourself to me, please. There's one of me. I want to know you. I know there's nothing better when, than when people come up after and they're like, I just wanted to introduce myself. Yeah. I'm like, totally. I know that feeling though, of like wanting to do that to an instructor and being like, should I do it today? Do it. Just do it. Yeah, we want to meet you. Um, what else? And tell us one thing about you so we can remember it. Yeah. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year, guys. It's off to the races. Off to the races. So um, love yourself. Listen. Always always listen to the podcast and love yourself. I okay? was like, uh, what the fuck what? am I saying? Um, <laughs> love yourself. Yes. Listen. We're excited for this year of podcasting and all the things. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs>